This is Generation Justice, a multimedia project that trains youth to harness the power of media for social change. I'm Matthew Brown. And I'm Alicia Hernandez. Tonight, we'll be introducing our newest members of the Generation Justice family. These young people are the next generation of New Mexican leaders. We'll also be hearing from Jessica Aranda, the Community Engagement Director for Siembra Leadership High School, which opened its doors for the first time this week. Siembra offers a unique experience by focusing on entrepreneurship, innovation, and the ability to fail. And as always, we'll be filling your evening up with beautiful music. To kick it off, here's I'd Love to Change the World by Jetta. Part of what makes the work we do here at Generation Justice so special is the relationship we have with the youth in our community. Tonight, we have the privilege and the honor of introducing you to our newest cohort of youth producers here at Generation Justice. These students took time out of their summer to enroll in a crash course in media justice, critical race theory, and photojournalism. And at this media institute, these youth leaders told us a little bit about their stories. These are the students who are harnessing the power of media in New Mexico to create positive change. Here's a little bit about our new youth leaders. My name is Anthony Williams Rivera. I am Afro-Latino. I was born in Atlanta, Georgia, raised in Puerto Rico, and then I came here for university. I'm a junior now in electrical engineering. I'm also the co-president of the National Society of Black Engineers. I enjoy reading. I've spent most of my life uh, doing community work or farming or swimming a lot because I'm obsessed with the beach. I like cooking a lot too and moving more towards Generation Justice's kind of ideals. Uh, I'm very interested in social policy or how people are treated uh, within different groups, such as, you know, if you're a smaller population within a large population, so people of color within the US or Christians in Egypt or Christians in Morocco, things like that. Uh, I'm interested in those different imbalances and then how people are treated or how they go about uh, being treated equally or having equal opportunities. And I first came to Generation Justice for their radio talk on Black Lives Matter, the movement for black lives. And me, Nicole, Chikia, Josh, uh, we all did the radio show. We had good conversation, got good answers, got good feedback from other people of Generation Justice afterwards, which is very nice. That is my story. Shanika, first off, excuse my awkwardness because I'm really awkward and really weird. So, I was actually really nervous about coming up here, but then I realized that I've done this a million times, so I have no reason to be nervous. I'm Shanika. I was born and raised in Albuquerque, and I skate, so that's me skating down there. 
So I was in a documentary a few years back with Generation Justice, and that's kind of where this began for me. Um, it was called When the Mask Comes Off. I was 18. I'm 20 now. But uh, currently I work with a program called Breaking the Silence New Mexico, um, and I actually just got back from a trip um, from Washington, D.C. I was city-sponsored, basically, but I got to go with Edwin and Christina, and we got to talk to like New Mexico Congress people um, about the seriousness of the crisis that's happening currently right now with our behavioral health system. I'm a huge advocate for mental health and mental illness. The trip in Washington went really well. It was really cool experience. I'm definitely like not into politics, not into all that stuff, but I kind of have to be now because of all the advocacy work that I'm doing. But it was just, it was really awesome. It was definitely different to be a black American and realize that the capital was built by mostly my ancestors. That was, that was interesting for me to be standing in a building like that. I want to see a change happen in this community, and I think this is a really good start, is to see young voices and youth get together, and that this is where it begins, because definitely youth have a, a stereotype on them, for sure. We're in a stigma. We can't do anything, and I, I'm only 20, but I feel like voices matter no matter what, young or old, but definitely the youth is where it starts. My name is Michael. I was born and raised in Missouri. I grew up with disabilities, which means HDHD, severe dyslexia. It's kind of just how I was born. I spent most of my life with my mom. I went most of my life moving uh, place to place. I was in Gestalt and Ike, and I was brought down to South Carolina. I came down here, the people are nice, the weather I'm not used to yet, so hopefully I get used to that. I found Generation Justice because I need people to get to know me, I'm not really much of a stay quiet person, I express myself through actions or emotions, and I say women should get the exact same rights as men, they can work, they can do anything. Uh, in school, I'm kind of the popular kid who doesn't really pick on people, but more like sticks up for them. I go to Native American Community Academy. I'm 18 years old and I'm Navajo. I'm from Albuquerque originally. I'm from Torreon. That's a reservation way out there. I'm a senior in high school and I like cars a lot and I like to work on them too. And I took an internship in my junior year to be an auto mechanic and this summer I'm working at Kohl's. It's pretty fun. And I hate new things growing up. It always got me scared, like the beginning of school. I always got really, really nervous to the point I was going to cry. I don't know why, though. As I got old, I learned how to control it. Now I feel like tons better. And, and I have this serious look on my face, like I don't care about you or like I'm going to hit you or something. But I'm not. I just... <laughs> 
I just want to get to know you. And if I ask questions that seem serious, I just want to know what is going on in your head. And I'm a very uh, loving person. And you could talk about your day. You could talk about your problems. You could talk about anything with me. I don't really care. I'm an open book. I mean, I'm not going to judge you on the spot. So, yeah. I really like the Rolling Stones and Led Zeppelin and other music. I like 50s music too. Like Dion on the Bellmounts, the Platters, the Chantels and other stuff. And the Supremes. I love the Supremes. I love Diana Ross. And yeah. Generation Justice for this, uh, from Brennan. I went to their building and I thought it was pretty cool what they were doing. So my background, I have a, I have a first job. That's the Rocky Mountain Youth Corps. It's like a, we build new trails. So we worked at the Cindias for two weeks, build a new rock walls. That was kind of easy but hard because it carried a lot of rocks, like 50 pounds about walking uphill, about 20 miles. And now we're working at the Petroglyphs with no shade, just hotness, but it's fine. So I used to play football before high school. I played for seven years. My number was a uh, 81. Favorite movie was a uh, Mary Poppins. I love going hikes all the time with my friends on the weekends. Hiking is like my favorite thing to do. So V, V stands for van. That's the kind of car I kind of like. It's kind of weird, but I, I don't know why. It's just I just like vans for some reason where you can fit all your friends inside of there. And uh, pink is my favorite color. That's My hair is supposed to be pink, but trench orange. I'm very kind, lovable too. I guess I can say I'm funny. I kind of, I go to Mizano. And uh, I got two more years of high school. Pretty excited about that. My nickname, you guys can probably call me, is K or K2 because my brother's Keenan. He's the first one. So, thank you. opportunity and trying to find my voice. I'm not that good of a public speaker, but I'm hoping to change that. And then I'm a poet and I published two books and I've been on Albuquerque Journal before and I talked about Black Lives Matter. And then I've also published other articles. This was actually my first book behind the covers and it was about me going like through school and like trying to find myself and you know I was kind of bullied and then I tried to like write and I was always like shy, like quiet girl and then as I grew up with my life, I, I never thought I would be a writer. I had a big dream to speak up in front of everyone and just to try to find my voice and then 
and then my second book was um, Sad Piano Music in Syria, The War Crisis. My family is actually from Syria, but I'm born here in Albuquerque, and I have a little brother too. And it's basically talking about people's lives lost in Syria. And then I had a lot of imagination when I was young, and I was age seven, and I remember getting published into a small little story about um, like a frog and the princess, and then trying to talk about fairy tales and I'm hoping to learn public speaking to gain more confidence do stories and like shine light on people and what's going on because I think the world needs a light to shine and stories to cover and I'm hoping one day that I could reach my dream to be a like international journalist thank you it was so nice to meet you guys Thank you and welcome to our brand new youth leaders here at Generation Justice. These youth leaders bring so much positive energy and I'm so excited to work with them. I was impacted when Shanika said how all voices matter, no matter at what age, but youth is where it starts. I couldn't agree with this more and this mindset makes me feel so honored to work with young and inspiring youth leaders. You know, I think a lot of what makes working with youth such an honor is that they are as much teachers as they are students. And I cannot be more excited to work and grow alongside them. But first, here is Courage to Grow by Revolution and Coming Home by Nameless. Next up, you'll hear from Jessica Aranda, the Community Engagement Director for Siembra Leadership High School. Siembra is Albuquerque's first and only entrepreneurial-focused high school. Their mission statement is innovation, creativity, and the ability to fail. That last part's important, y'all. With so much focus on New Mexico's national performance in education, failure is seen as a poor reflection for teachers and their students. It's important to remember that creativity and innovation comes from trial and error. Sambra offers students the platform to create their own business or nonprofit in an environment that reflects the real world. Let's hand it off to Tamara Kalaki and Jessica Aranda. This is Tamara Kalaki with Generation Justice, and I'm joined by Jessica Aranda, Director of Community Engagement at Simbra Leadership High School. Welcome to Generation Justice. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Could you please introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Jessica Aranda, and I'm the Director of Community Engagement at Siembra Leadership High School. I'm originally from Albuquerque. I'm from the west side. Um, I went to John Adams Middle School, and I went to West Mesa High School. Can you tell us more about Simbra Leadership High School? Yeah, so we're a new public school. 
We're located in downtown Albuquerque, and our focus is entrepreneurship. So our students, before they graduate, will open up their own business or nonprofit as a requirement for graduation. We started classes this week in a business incubator, which gives students all of the resources and the connections they need to learn how to do a startup business. And we're really excited. We're still recruiting students. Um, We want everybody to know about this amazing opportunity here in Albuquerque. It's the first entrepreneurship school in our state. That's very awesome. I'm so excited about this high school. And it's really great that there's entrepreneurship being taught now at an early age, you know, studying it in college, my mind was open to all the possibilities of entrepreneurship. So I'm, I'm very happy that students in high school can now learn about this. Yeah, the thing about entrepreneurship is it's basically a focus on the skills and the know-how on how to make something that is a passion in your life into a business or into something that is, you can make money doing. And so that could be anything. If you have an interest in technology or if you have an interest in fashion or art, um, if you have an interest in making things, you can take the skills um, that we teach at Siembra Leadership and parlay that into some type of career path for yourself. And you could start as a ninth grader. We're accepting ninth grade students or reclassified freshmen. Anybody with four credits or less can come join us and start learning those things At Seambury Leadership High School, it provides a hands-on education. Students learn by doing. Why do you think that's important? There are a lot of things that you can learn from textbooks and from lecture. But there are so many things, especially in the world of business and in the world of social justice, that you just have to learn by experiencing them, making mistakes, and then making adjustments and trying again. And so learning by doing is our model. Um, We don't have textbooks, um, but we do have relationships with many business partners in the community that are going to teach our students how they started their own businesses, the challenges that they're facing. And those are the types of skills that many schools aren't teaching our students. Could you also tell us what siembra means? Yeah, siembra um, is Spanish for to plant or to sow. Um, The reason that we named the school that is because Here in New Mexico, you know, small businesses actually are the employers of most people in our state. And in order for us to kind of address the economic crisis that we're facing, we really need to plant those seeds Mm -hmm. so that our young people are creating um, businesses that can help support themselves and their families and employ other people. Most people who are entrepreneurs, who are small business owners, learn um, from their family how to run a business. So if I don't have the luxury of having a business owner in my family, I don't learn those skills. I don't get to plant that seed until I get older and maybe come across an opportunity. This is really the opportunity for young people to have access to those seeds, to start to plant um, that knowledge now as 14, 15, 16-year-olds so that by the time they're in college, by the time they're adults, they already know what they can do with their passion, with the skills that they gained in high school. That's really exciting. I'm very happy to hear this. And you're totally right. It starts from the family. 
especially in my own family. I never knew that my mother was an entrepreneur because, you know, she sold pottery and Mm -hmm. most of my family sell pottery and they're entrepreneurs. They survive off of their art. It's so exciting that this is now here in New Mexico and I'm just, I hope it grows into something so much bigger than the state as well. Mm-hmm. Here in New Mexico, we have so many rich cultural traditions and so many families, so many students with so much creativity. So we really kind of see this as kind of the spark that can make that into something bigger instead of it just being a hobby or something that you know you just do with your family. How can I make a living with it? How can I employ my community And at the same time, kind of project out these beautiful traditions and these beautiful creative ventures outside of New Mexico, throughout the state, throughout the region. The sky is the limit. And young people, the other thing is young people are way more creative than older people. That's just the reality. And so... We have a relationship with UNM School of Management, Anderson School of Management, and they're very excited about younger people being exposed to entrepreneurship because by the time you're 18 years old, you might have already heard so many messages of like, this is how you do it. This is step A, B, C. But as a young person, you don't have to worry about that. The sky is the limit. And so um, that's one thing that's really important. Being a young person and being an entrepreneur goes hand in hand. To learn now that students are going to be engaged and learn from real-life experiences makes me so happy to hear. Yeah, and the other thing that is exciting about having an entrepreneurial-focused school is that it's not focused on a specific industry. Entrepreneurship and entrepreneurial skills can go anywhere. Technology, art, you know, folk art, anything. And so... If students don't know what they want to do, we're also going to have many opportunities for them to explore. And so we'll have a series of 3D printers and other types of technology that will allow students who have created something new, um, like an invention, to create a prototype of that invention, printing it on a 3D printer. So if you imagine if I created a new piece to a new type of earbud or new type of Um, jewelry even, I can actually print that on a 3D printer. And I'll use that as my prototype before it goes into production. And so the students who don't necessarily know what they want to do, but they have access to these resources, we're hoping that it will kind of set up a spark and give them the opportunity to explore what they might love. And they just haven't discovered it yet. It, It makes me so happy to know that this is now a high school because I'm so passionate about entrepreneurship. Yeah, we're still um, accepting ninth grade students, so anybody with four credits or less in Mm -hmm. high school. Students, if they're already in school, if they're already at another high school, they can just come for one day and do a shadow day and see if they like it. Come to classes with us. This whole city is our classroom, though, so we're not... Um, sitting like in a classroom. That's not the way we do things. But they could come check it out and see if they like it. Students who are interested can call me. Um, My number is 505-506-2667. But you could also check us out. We have a beautiful website. It's www.siembra, S-I-E-M-B-R-A, 
siembraabq.org. They could also check us out on Facebook at siembraabq or on Instagram, siembra leadership high, S-I-E-M-B-R-A leadership high. Awesome. Thank you. Is there anything else you would like for people to know about Siembra Leadership High School? This is just an amazing opportunity for young people in New Mexico. There's not a lot of times where we look at education from a different lens, even though for many, many years our education system has been broken. And so I think the love of education is something that is lacking in a lot of school settings. And that is at the core of what we do at Siembra. I just want to thank you for coming in and sharing the work of Siembra Leadership High School. Just share your experience with us and how this has all started and just help us get to know how the seeds have been sowed. This is Tamara Kalaki with Generation Justice. I have to give props to Jessica Aranda and the organizers behind Siembra Leadership High School. It takes a tremendous amount of tenacity, creativity, and effort to transform a vision into a full-fledged institution. Absolutely, Matthew. I could not agree with you more. It's incredible to see a school that encourages students to think outside the box and that motivates them to build a career so early on. I would have loved to have those opportunities while I was in high school. For Jessica's full interview, check us out online at generationjustice.org, where she goes more in-depth into entrepreneurship and its role in New Mexico's economy. Let's get back to some music with Hall of Fame by The Script, featuring Will I Am. Howdy, folks. It has been a great show so far. It is wonderful to hear from so many youth who are so passionate about our community and who are getting involved through media justice and entrepreneurship. We have introduced our amazing new youth producers and featured the awesome new Siembra Leadership High School. Here at Generation Justice, we honor our community by sharing exciting events happening around us throughout the week. Whether you're riding solo or you're with your family, this week's community calendar has something for everybody. That's right, Matthew, and I'm so excited to see what we have going on for this week. We've got a lot of really cool things underway, but what really stands out to me this week is the Running for Medicine Fall 2016 training program. Running Medicine was formed as a program of the Native Health Initiative, whose vision is to create a culture of wellness through a supportive, loving community. We will all have the chance to improve our health this fall through the training program, which is happening every Tuesday from August 23rd through Saturday, November 19th. Weekday run locations will be at the UNM North Golf Course. There will also be some weekend runs at various locations. All ages and fitness levels are welcomed. To find out more, please visit the Native Health Initiative's Facebook page or call 505 340 5658 or email them at runningmedicine at gmail.com. There will also be a Running is Medicine Fun Run, a health career fair on Wednesday, August 24th at the Jemez Senior Center on 110 Sheep Spring Circle in Jemez Pueblo, New Mexico. 
Everyone is welcome to celebrate Pueblo running. It is a traditional medicine that has helped keep people strong and healthy through the blessings that they receive on the run. Before the race, there will be an hour-long health career youth workshop where mid- and high school students will be able to hear about different careers in health and participate in fun, interactive activities. The 1K Kids Run will begin at 5.30 p.m., the 3K Fun Run at 5.45 p.m., and the 5K Run at 6 p.m. Lastly, the Youth Workshop will begin shortly after the awards ceremony. Honorary running champion Steve Gachupin will also be in attendance. For more information about this event, please contact Anthony Flegg at 505-340-5658 or email at afleg at salud.unm.edu. You know, it really warms my heart to know that the Native Health Initiative provides so much love, care, and support for our community and also our wellness. Absolutely, Matthew. I couldn't agree more. Speaking of support, have you heard of the Transgender Center of New Mexico? They are great with providing so much love for our non-binary family. Absolutely. They also happen to host the Non-Binary Support Group which is a peer-led meeting intended to provide a welcoming environment that promotes inclusive community development for all of our non-binary folks of all stripes and colors. It's also meant to include but not limit to anyone identifying as non-binary, gender fluid, agender, gender queer, gender non-conforming, questioning, or any spectrum of non-binary identities, including those who cannot articulate their identities. Family, friends, and significant others are also welcome to attend the next meeting, which is tomorrow, August 22nd, from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. This will be held at the Transgender Resource Center of New Mexico, which is on 149 Jackson Street, Northeast. This group will meet every second and fourth Monday of the month from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. For more information, call 505-200-9086 or email tgrcnm at tgrcnm.org. I'm really happy that we live in such a beautiful and accepting community full of love and also passion for social justice. Absolutely. It's so great that we get to meet the giants of our community that have given us this positive changes that we experience today. I'm also grateful for all of their sacrifices. And speaking of community giants, Bookworks Albuquerque will be honoring Margaret Randall. She is a renowned author and social activist. The book Talking Sticks is a collection of interviews others have done with her over the past 30 years. Some of these interviewers actually live here in New Mexico, including V.B. Price and Lauren Camp, who will be in conversation with Margaret Randall for this event. This gathering will be held Thursday, August 25th at 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at Bookworks on 4022 Rio Grande Boulevard in Albuquerque. For more information, please dial 505-344-8139 or email events at bkwrks.com. You know, Matthew, I have to say, not only is our community beautiful, but so is our landscape. Plants, rivers, and even the architecture. A nice time to explore all of this is at the Bosque Moonlight Hike. During this guided tour, you will travel the Bosque wetlands to look for bats, hoot for owls, and search for other strange nocturnal animals. Remember to bring your flashlight and your sense of adventure as this hike goes through the woods. This hike will be on Tuesday, August 23rd from 7.30 to 9 p.m. at Tingley Beach ABQ Biopark on 1800 Tingley Drive. 
The tour begins from the Tingley Cafe train station by the doors facing Tingley Drive. For any more questions, please contact 505-848-7180 or email biopark at cabq.gov. Well, it sounds like the weekdays have been all jam-packed with fun activities, but we cannot forget about the weekend, when most families can get together and have the most fun. That's right, Alicia, and a great way to spend time with the family is this Saturday, August 27th, at the Albuquerque Museum on 200 Mountain Road. The museum will host Art in the Afternoon, Tal Berlin, from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. You can enjoy live music, take advantage of parking and admission during this energetic performance as they play some awesome piano classics. It's always beautiful when you get to create memories with your family, and this art gathering is a great place to share those moments together. I know what you mean, Alicia. It almost makes me sad that we have to end the community calendar now. <laughs> I know what you mean, but we can definitely make up for that by getting ourselves involved to explore our community. I really hope that we cross paths with some of our listeners, and I wish you all a safe and beautiful week of exploration here in New Mexico. That's it for this week's community calendar. Up next, we play People Help the People by Birdie and Good to Be Alive by Michael Franti. We've come to the end to another great show. A big welcome and thanks to our youth producers, Anthony Rivera, Michael Molloway, Ludella Awad, Kanem Ami, Shanika Reyes, and Camille Slim, thank you so much for sharing your stories with us. And another big thank you to Jessica Aranda from the Siembra Leadership High School for speaking to us about the amazing work of teaching entrepreneurship to the youth in Albuquerque. Production assistance for this show came from myself, Alicia Hernandez, Tamara Kalaki, George Luna Pena, Christina Rodriguez, Polly Dinetclaw, and Roberta Rayel. And thank you to George Luna Pena for engineering tonight's show. Stay connected with us. Check out our website, generationjustice.org, where you can listen to all of our past radio programs, see music playlists, read our blogs, watch our videos, and so much more. Our podcasts are also available on iTunes, so be sure to subscribe. We're also active on social media, so be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Lastly, Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation, with additional funding from the McCune Foundation, Konalma Health Foundation, and of course, all of you guys who have contributed so much to our project by visiting our website and clicking that donate button. I'm Matthew Brown. And I'm Alicia Hernandez. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned to join us next week at 7 o'clock. And to end the evening, we have a few more jams for you to enjoy. Blessings, and have a good night. Yeah, make a
harmonizing Allow it to flow through your soul because inside it will make you whole. I'm talking about you being you. Because no one else can set you free but you. I'm putting gas in my car. I'm thinking about the woman I back that we breathe in. It's toxic and there's way more than that. The situation's international. Matter of fact, it's Children, keep them from falling. Yeah. 